Hey there, thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Travis, welcome to Something Super Spiritual. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, I just finished with clients, so I was like, I was just like switching over super fast, getting out of uh, reader mode and getting into um, interview mode. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate your patience. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> it's yeah. so good to meet you. Oh, thank you. It's really great to meet you too. I I gotta say, I absolutely adore your videos on your your Instagram, your TikTok. Oh. The the messages that you have for people are so beautiful and so inspiring and so touching. Well, thank you, friend. I appreciate that. Yeah, they're just they're just really light filled and love filled. I mean, and that is like the truth. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that so much. And I, I appreciate you for having me today. I'm excited to to chat with you for a bit. So uh I got to say too, I love that big amethyst wand that you have in your, in your video. Yes. That is amazing. This gets called a fish more times. People are like, I thought you're holding a fish. And I'm like, where do you get fish from this? <laughs> this is so, it's so funny. <laughs> so, okay. I'm so happy to talk to you. I want to know, I want to know everything about you. So um, I see that you are an amazing psychic medium. Along with uh, counselor, coach, uh, in inspiration for people, um, where did Travis come from? Have you always well, been connected to spirit, like from the crib? Yeah, you know, I like to think I come from Sirius, or no, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> probably though. Yeah. Um, no, I, you know, I was born in Ohio. Okay. I was born in a small conservative conservative town. Uh, in a town where like everyone knew my family, right. um, my grandpa and my parents owned a pretty popular pizza place where I'm from. And, you know, the town that I grew up in is just, it was built on um, old native land as a, as a lot of towns are yeah. um, and just rich with all of this beautiful spiritual history. And the home that my grandparents lived in was one of the first places where I connected to spirit. Okay. I always make this joke that like my grandmother let me play with a Ouija board and all of a sudden I could I could talk to the dad. Um, my mother hates it when I tell that joke, but I, <laughs> I personally love telling it. But in that home is where I started connecting to spirit. And I didn't know it at the time, but it was, you know, family members that had transitioned over that oh. were just, you know, connected with my grandparents and, sure. and all of that. And, um, you know, and also my guides, uh, like a lot of people, I had imaginary friends yeah. and I make a joke, like, well, I just never lost my imaginary friends. They've just always been with me. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know what any of that was. Right. And 
I would watch TV shows with like, you know, witches and psychics. And, and my parents would always say like, you know, that's evil or that's the devil. And, um, and so I just, I never shared. I could always just tell though, like what people were feeling, what people were going through. Um, even at a young age, I could pick up on those things. And later, um, later on in life, as I kind of went through my own healing journey, I yeah. realized that was a part of my own kind of ability. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, I, I decided over the last couple of years to hone that and develop it and use it to help other people as my, as my job, yeah, yeah. but also just the way I live my life. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So when you were sensing the loved ones in spirit, along with your spirit yeah. guides, could you tell the difference? Did you know that we, you were you, like, this was your grandfather and this was your spirit yeah. guide? Like, could you tell yeah. the difference? I just, yeah. Well, you know, I knew them as like my spirit guides is just like my imaginary friends. Oh, okay. Um, But my loved ones that had transitioned, my, you know, the ones that, that were connected to my family that had transitioned over, like I knew that it was, that it was, you know, like my, my grandfather's mom and, yeah. Um, you know, because I would, I would see pictures of them and I'd be like, wait, like, like <laughs> I know this person. Yeah. Uh, I know that they're dead, but they're not really dead. Right. And so, um, yeah. So, uh, that's kind of like when I, when I kind of knew like, oh, okay, we can sense energy. And, um, and, and so, you know, growing up that age, like it's, it's hard to kind of tell your parents and grandparents like, oh, by the way, I see, you know, I hear and see people that aren't really there. Um, Did you see them with your objective eyes? uh, I could sense them and feel them. Got it. I couldn't necessarily see them to me, like whenever I'm seeing like spirit energy, like my vision will kind of go a little bit blurry and then I'll see like little twinkles, but I'm not seeing like physical shapes of people. Yep. I've had that. Um, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. You get out of school and you're becoming a young adult. Yeah. Did you search for like a, a psychic community or mediumship? Did you understand the difference between the two? Did you find a teacher? What happened next? Well, when I got out of college or uh, high school, uh, I became a stripper slash drag queen. Okay. And I worked in gay bars. Yeah. And I never tapped into my, um, my spiritual side. I would always, you know, I would get, I would have a lot of alcohol. And then when I would be drunk, I'd be like, oh my God, there's a spirit here. And then I would talk to people's loved ones or I would do like little tarot readings or, you know, things like that. But I never thought in a million years that this was something that I, I could study or that I could go find a community of. Right. Um, Cause we didn't really have a lot of it where I grew up in Ohio. It wasn't until uh, later on in my journey where I realized that there's, you know, that you can actually study psychic mediumship and mm-hmm. study healing and study um, helping people along their path. And yeah. I, I didn't get that from source until I was ready. Like I had to quit drinking. I, you know, I had to do some healing before it was like, all right, cool. Next step. And I think that if I had found that community at that time in my life, I wouldn't have appreciated it or I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have resonated for me at that time. Oh, completely. I I absolutely believe that, that, that it happens for us when it's supposed to, 
you know, yeah. regardless, um, you know, there, there are a lot of, a lot of us like you who had experienced it since childhood. Right. Yeah. And then I'm finding more and more, there are so many of us that, that opened up midlife through trauma, or in my case, I became attuned to the Reiki in 2006. And the side effect for me was the ignition of all the spiritual senses, you know, and so yeah. it's like coming on full bang. And, and I'm like, what's happening? I felt like I was losing my mind, you know? Um, yeah. And, and I just, it's fascinating, but uh, uh, my point is it, yeah, it, I truly believe that it happens in its own time. Like if this were to happen to me 10 years before, I wouldn't have been ready either. There was a lot of li living and experience that I needed to process and healing and yeah. uh, trauma awareness. You know, I didn't even recognize any of that until in my mid thirties. And then I was like, Ooh, yeah. whoa. Okay. Now I get it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Same here. And I'm thankful that it, it worked out the way that it did. I, yeah. I couldn't imagine my life any other way. Yeah, completely. So how long have you been doing this professionally then? Professionally, like for monies, uh, a little over two and a half years. Awesome. And um, I do this work full time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's so funny. I had a reading done back in 2017. The psychic's name was Terry. She has, she's crossed over uh, since, but um she, the first thing she said to me was, you're going to be doing what I do for a living. And I laughed at her. I was like, there's no way. I was like, there is just no way. Yeah. I didn't see it for myself. Um, but I think that's what I love so much about this work is that seeing, seeing like what's in people, what they're really capable of and, oh, and yeah. what they can kind of expand into if they want it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I always think of that and there'll be times where I'm like sitting in my office and I'll start laughing. I'm like, Oh, Terry, like, <laughs> like, and I know that she, you know, I know she knows, right. Knowing what yeah. I know about spirit, oh, yeah. but yeah. it's just really funny. Cause I think back to that day and I was like, there's no way, oh, but it didn't. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You know, um, in 2006, when that started to happen to me and about a month I'm out, about a month into it, I asked my, I told my Reiki master what I was sensing, what I was feeling, what I was experiencing. And she just smiled, this really peaceful, all-knowing smile. And she said, yeah, yeah you're, you're going to be a huge channel one day. And I was like, yeah. no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, yeah. So Did like, you feel like when she said that to you that like, you were like, well, here's the responsibility of the universe on my shoulders. Thank you so much for that. Or were you like, like not crazy. yet that came later that came later um <laughs> because in back then so in 2006 um abraham hicks esther and jerry were, uh, were you know she was a channel i mean that's what i that's what i consider yeah a channel. like the work of seth you know she was yeah. a channel uh that's what my definition of the word channel was and and i said i'm not, i'm not a channel and she said you need to change your definition of the word channel <laughs> and i was yeah. like wow okay and well of course now i get it but um yeah the the responsibility that you spoke about yeah that that came later when i really started to understand and witness the healing that was happening for my people in front of me and the yeah. healing that was happening for the people in spirit as I'm, you know, delivering 
what needs to come through. Yeah. And, and so often it's it's somebody coming through that they experience trauma with, you know, that this person was coming in to acknowledge this and apologize and 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 to witness this springboard of healing, I call it for for the sitter, you know, for the client. And it's just to receive those emails afterwards, just saying, wow, I never could have ever dreamed that I would be willing to listen to them, let alone forgive them. And I haven't forgiven them yet, but I'm now really like questioning and thinking I actually probably could. And that's huge. Huge. That that literally just happened this afternoon with the client that I had in a session. Yeah. And I start bringing through the spirit and evidence of the spirit and and the client, like I could see her like tense up and mm-hmm. I try not to watch clients when I'm reading them or, or look right at them. Yep. Me too. I get distracted. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm delivering this and, and like, I could just tell, like she was just not thrilled, but you know what though? She looked right at me and was like, I did not think that this is what I was going to get today, but I realized like I deeply needed that and it felt so good oh it's amazing like it makes me feel emotional it's it gives me chili bumps it like i could bust a cry it's just yeah it's just beautiful it's really beautiful and that's and that's been my own experience as well with you know when i get readings um she hasn't come through in a while i had one grandmother that i just i loved and adored and one that i loved and adored until i came out and then she became a big source of my uh, my pain and my yeah. awareness of my pain. And she, when she crossed over, there was no goodbye. There was none of that. Like she just, she left. And, and, uh, and so for a while, she was the only family member of mine that and a great uncle that I've never met, but like, I know it's him, um, that, that comes through. And, um, and I didn't get it until much later because I would be like mad. I'd be like, why did you come through? I didn't want to hear from you. Then I realized I'm like, gosh, that's where all my healing really needed to happen. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's enormous. Uh, I always tell my people at the beginning, you know, if there's somebody you experience trauma with and you don't want to talk to them, that's totally fine. Totally. And um, I think only once I had somebody say no, but the, you know, they've been really open and receptive. And like one of the first, it was actually the first experience. It was, it was my last practice reading before I like opened my doors. And uh, it was a lady in England and, and I could sense this grandmother behind me, but you know, like when you feel them come in and they're like all like, boom, let's do this. You know, you can feel them right here. Um, This grandmother was back here and it felt like she was like really being careful to walk forward. And I just got this sense of like, she needed permission almost. And, and I, and I just kind of thought about, it. I said, do you know, Margaret? And she goes, and I was like, Oh, I said, if you want to talk to Margaret, that's totally okay. It's so fine. And she yeah. just sat there for a second. And she goes, no, I want to hear from Margaret. And, and it was, it was beautiful and it was painful. And it was, mm. um, eye-opening for her um, because she heard Margaret for the first time and started Mm. to see that Margaret's life and her experience, not that it's an excuse by any stretch at all when it comes to abuse. Um, However, it was 
her life was filled with abuse and it's all she knew. And then that anger just set in and she was just mean to everybody and really, really mean to my sitter, you know? But anyway, afterwards, she, she was speechless. She was over the moon. She emailed me about a week later and went to see a Reiki uh, practitioner and, and had Reiki done. And then the Reiki practitioner actually brought up this forgiveness that was actually taking place deep on her insides. And wow. she recognized the connection, obviously, you know, the, that, you know, here's yeah. Margaret kind of like tapping in a little bit, but um, to receive that, thank you. You know, she really never, she carried that burden and that weight and that pain from the anger, you know, and just being resentful. Right. And, and to feel that lifted from herself was just like, wow. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. So when you talk about the responsibility, I mean, literally I get off some of these calls and I have to cry for like 10 minutes straight just because it's so just like, wow, it's, it's amazing to witness this. Yeah. It's incredible. We literally participate in miracle after miracle after miracle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally feel that it's funny. Cause I'll be sitting in readings and I'll like, things are just coming through and it's just, my mouth is just, just to go in. And I'm like, like in like a part of my mind, like, I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, you know, and then I think about it later and I'm like, dang, that's, that's a lot of stuff that, that people are carrying. But, you know, I think that as our society kind of expands, um, and our thinking expands, I think, you know, psychics and mediums are starting to play more and more of a role in people's healing processes. And for some of my clients, like I'm just as valuable to them as their therapist, even oh. though that's not what I'm doing, but totally. I'm just as important yep. um, with them. And what I love is when I'm giving somebody guidance that's spirit led and they're like, oh my God, my therapist told me the exact same thing. And I'm like, great, then do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love it. That's awesome. Um, speaking of your sessions, so so what what all do you offer people? I know you do your mediumship and your psychic, but um, talk a little bit more about what you offer people. Well, you know, it just depends person to person. I kind of just have this agreement with spirit that, um, you know, when someone shows up, we just give them, you know, whatever it is that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to offer like energy healing sessions and then like soul coaching and people just kept booking readings. And so for me, every reading is different. And even yeah. if you're a client that's been with me for a bit, cause I do have some clients that I see on a semi, semi-regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what they get is totally different every single time. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I just try to keep it as simple as possible with the least amount of things to kind of throw at people. So yeah. um, in a session, it's kind of like a blend of psychic blended with mediumship blended with some soul coaching and the energy healing is happening as we're kind of going through and, and sure doing the work together. So, you know, I, I think of my sessions as like a, just a hybrid kind of unicorn magic. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Just whatever kind of comes up or whatever is needed. I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's always my intention just to leave people better than how I found them. Yeah. (laughs) Like that. I'm like, I think I used to like 
when I first started, I put so much pressure on myself of like what kind of evidence I needed to pull through and like how the session needed to look. And like, I'm sure you understand, like there's some people you could be like, I've got your grandmother here. And the next thing you know, they're just like sobbing and they're like, oh my God. And that's enough for them. Right. Mm -hmm. For some people, they want more robust evidence and, and that's okay. And some people that want the psychic reading, they don't necessarily want to know their future. Perhaps maybe they just want to know how to work their energy in alignment with, with what it is that they want. So I just try to give that kind of holistic, well-rounded, whatever the client needs, um, uh, type of session. Yeah. Good. I love that. So, um, as you're, as you're making your way to where you are now. Yeah. What, what challenged you? Like, what did you find challenging as you were making your way to knowing you were the spirit career? Myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a mentor that I, I love dearly and he and I talk every couple of weeks and um, he's fantastic. He's one of just my, one of my most favorite humans and I cherish him dearly. And um, the very first session mentoring session that he and I had because I was very serious I was like when I when I did not start as a medium I started like reading tarot and then and then psychic awareness came in which I think like I was already I already had psychic awareness when I was reading tarot and then the mediumship just kind of started randomly like that was something and I was adamant I was like I'm not a medium and then next thing you know I've got grandma Betsy over here who has a, a message for my sitter and I was like well all right. I guess I don't really get a say in this now, do I? So <laughs> I, so I, you know, this, this is, I'm, I'm a Virgo and I'm very much a perfectionist. And so I was like, I'm going to be the best medium. Um, and so I was like, I'm taking classes and I'm reading books and I'm doing this. And I still do those things. I'm just not as like intense on it as, as I was, but yeah. um, I've eased up a bit, but the first mentor that I, yeah, his name is Charles and he's just such a, a God, just an amazing human. And um, the very first session I had with him, like the first words out of his mouth were, you have to get out of your own way. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. And I'm going to be honest. I think I went like a year not knowing what that meant. Yeah. And for me now it's, um, it's trusting spirit. Yes. Trusting myself. Yes. It's not up to me to deter or to decipher the information that's coming through. It's just my job to deliver it in a yes. loving, non-judgmental oh, way. Totally. It is not for me to worry if I have done enough for the client. Yeah. I just have to trust that the way that I showed up was enough. Um, and that has helped me in my personal life as well, because I very much will get in my own way as esther says i i uh i will knock myself right out of the receiving mode uh and yeah, so it's yeah yeah and get so it. so for me that's been my biggest challenge with with my growth is just getting out of my own way but yeah. um it's a valuable lesson uh that i i cherish learning yeah yeah i i totally understand that i mean yeah, the perfectionism, you know, the, the perfectionist has been online since all of this started. Yeah. And 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 trying to uh like 
uninstall that, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, you want to be, you want to be the best that you can be. You want to be as, mm-hmm. as um, present and, and connected and delivering and interpreting properly. And you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I know what you mean by, by, by knocking yourself out of the receiving mode, because you start to overanalyze what you're getting and like, Oh, am I saying this right? Or is this, is this like, uh, and then you're like, ah, yeah. Totally get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, we see shows like Long Island Medium, and then, you know, you see shows like Crossing Over with John Edward and Tyler yeah. Henry. Yeah. And I think it's like, you know, and then you see the social media psychics who, which I'm not knocking because clearly I am one, but, um, you know, you see people who post their readings and then they, they've cut down to the highlight reel of mm-hmm. the reading. Totally. But it's, but it's like, it sets this like really interesting not to say that readings can't be fluid and be amazing and every single piece hits right i certainly Mm -hmm. have those days yep yep but um i think that it's unfair to say that every single session is like that every single time it's that fluid and it flows like that um and so i just try to not compare myself to those other oh it's so true yeah Yeah. comparison is the ultimate joy stealer it, just, it is like, it just rips that just sucks it right out of the air <laughs> and anything can look good when you're playing the highlight reel oh honestly okay so you're you're absolutely right so uh you know after watching all of these people i adore all of them and them. um and and tyler i was watching uh, uh one of the first youtube uh readings that he had posted and it was it was the whole hour you know it wasn't the highlight reel. It was the whole hour. And you know how he scribbles and, yeah. and pauses and scribbles? Yeah, he had he had some serious pauses as he was obtaining the information and then and then yeah. uh communicating it. And and I remember being at, at Arthur Finley because uh that particular, you know, I was so afraid of the pause. And every time I would feel, you know, I'd I'd start to sense, oh, oh I, I'm taking too long. I'm taking too long. Everybody else is so much better than me, you know, and 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 one of my teachers said, you know what? Don't be afraid of the pause. Do not yeah. be afraid of the pause. And that was the most amazing piece of advice for me because I was afraid of it. You know, I felt like I wasn't um, as good or as quick or as, you know, as as everybody else. And and then watching Tyler in his pauses, I was like, oh, my God, it's all of us. We all have these yeah. moments. you know. <laughs> yeah, I love the pauses. Um, I used to hate they used to make me so nervous. Yes. Now I love them because like I, I feel like if I'm pausing, that's an opportunity for me to get back into the receiving mode. Totally. And I think sometimes like especially more in front of a client like we. So I come from 17 years of cosmetic of a being working with customers in the beauty industry. Okay. And so, um, you know, it's, I always wanted to deliver like the very best for the customer. And in that type of setting, it's quick, it's efficient, it's direct and to the point. And, but readings are just so different than that. I think sometimes the information can be quick and concise, but there are also those times for the pauses. Mm-hmm. And I'm more, I'm more concerned about getting it right than being right. And if that yes. means that I have to pause for a little bit longer, then baby, we pause in just a little bit longer. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And you're going to be okay with it. <laughs> yep. This is a question I get asked a lot and I love to ask okay. others. Okay. 
with the experience that you've had with all of your readings, with your own personal spiritual experiences, your mystical experiences, what do you think happens after we pass? Oh, I still don't know. I still, that's like the most comfortable answer I think I've ever given to that question. I think when I first started this work, I was like, I'm so sure. And this is what happens. And now I have genuinely no idea. What I would like to think happens is that we return back into greater consciousness, whatever that looks like. I don't think my human mind can even wrap itself around what greater consciousness even is. Like it's something I feel, yeah. but I don't have words for it. I like to think we go back into that greater consciousness. I like to think that if we want to come back, we can, but I don't know. And I think that for me, that's a really safe answer. I'm always leery of anybody who is like so sure. Agreed. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's safe. A safe answer. I'd say it's a very honest answer because the the truth is, well, let's be honest. None of us are going to know until we get there, you know? Right. <laughs> Even the people who are adamant about what, what happens, you know, there are a lot of theories based on, you yeah. know, what we experience through our readings. And, and I know it's, you know, beyond awesome, but I also know that, that there's, there's no black and white with spirit. It's not the same for all of us. It's not this. We don't. Yeah. It's, there's so many different experiences that we have heard yeah. in their, in their expression as they're coming through, you know? Um, and even, in, even in the, in the books that we read, did you read the book? Um, uh, the, the afterlife of Billy fingers. Do you know that book? No, but I'll have oh. to read it. I love to read. So it I'll definitely fantastic. check it out. I, I read it like okay. 10 years ago and I just had to buy it again because it's just, it's absolutely incredible. But um, like, like his experience, um, you know, he's in spirit and his sister opened up after, after he passed and he started coming through to her. So she started writing down everything that he was saying. And here's this book. And he was telling her his experience of the afterlife and what he went through from the moment he got there to, you know, uh, you know, a couple years into it where he's been um, evolving over there. Okay. And it's just so beautiful. But yeah, I, I just think it's it's so different for all of us. And I think what I think. No, that wasn't safe. That was very honest. I think that, um, you know, I, I appreciate anybody that has, you know, a, a certain perspective or, or the theory on it. I think anytime we get into spirituality and we say that this is absolutely for certain, right. we start hitting religious ideology territory. Completely. And for me, spirituality is just, it's my safe space. Yeah, It's where I just connect with my, for me, true spirituality for me is just connecting with myself. That's it. Everything mm -hmm. else is just a part of this amazing vibrational universe that we live in. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, there's very few things at this stage in the journey that I'm absolutely certain of, certain of, uh, one of those things is that we will die, uh, <laughs> or yep. leave this physical body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that for the most part, we're going to all pay taxes. Um, well, that's true but, too. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I heard this one psychic medium and they were talking about like they were answering questions and like what happens if you go into a reading or sitting and the person that you want to talk to, like doesn't come through, which happens totally oh, yes, happens. Totally. 
And her explanation was, it was because that person is actually working. They have a spirit job and they, they, they're just, they couldn't get off work to come to the session. And I was like, I know good and well that when I cross over, if I have a job and I have to submit a time off request, I'm calling the manager. Oh my God. I'm going to pull a Karen. <laughs> I will be the biggest Karen in spirit. Because if I can have a job, I can Seriously. also be a Karen. Absolutely. Like, that is not happening. I would tell you something that's not happening today. And that's me getting a job over there in spirit. Totally. Yeah, that that response and and or, um, you know, I actually, I actually mentioned this a, a few shows ago, I think. But somebody came to me a, a couple years ago and, and she was just thick in the grief yeah. beside herself. Yeah. And um, she told me that like two weeks before that she had sat with a medium and the, and the, like, I think she had lost her hu husband recently. It was really, uh -huh. she, was, she was pretty in the thick of it. It was just a couple months. Sure. And this, this other medium told her that she couldn't talk to him because he already reincarnated. I, oh, yeah, I was just oh. like, oh, sweetheart, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, come on, people, you know. Yeah, it gets it gets tough. I see like, so, and this is, I think, where it's like hard for me, like my human side steps in and wants to be judgmental and be like, that's that's not right or whatever. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah. I acknowledge I'm all of the experience. So like, I don't I don't beat myself up too much when I get judgmental because I'm like, ah, well, that's part of being human. So I'm going to judge yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> but um, I have a hard time because I see a lot of people on social media talk about this work and what it is and what it isn't. And, and I see those things come up where it's like, well, this in, in whether it's true or not, if the sitter is open, not open and grief, in my opinion, that's just not something you tell someone like it's no. your fault that you can't talk to your husband. Like how awful. Yeah. Seriously. Is that, that the damaging. person's already in grief? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if it's true, like maybe we just don't say it. Like I came from like 17 years of being in cosmetics, right? So like I can I can say something that's like not that great in a way that makes you like really look forward to it. So, you know, I think that uh I think along with ethics, we should teach like diplomacy. Yes. Uh in some some situations. Completely. Uh, I think it might be beneficial. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, that's so funny. I had a little like um when I was, I don't know, like 10 or 12, I had this little plaque that I just thought was so hilarious. It was sitting on my dresser and it says diplomacy, the ability to tell someone to go to hell in a way that they actually look forward to the trip. Exactly. And, and you know, it's like, yeah. You know, and, and it's it's a mystery. Like, why, why don't they come through when this, you know, now granted, we know uh, by now that spirit knows the need. They they know this yeah. need that is way beyond our even comprehension. We can't wrap our brain around it. They know so much more than we could possibly know. Um, but yeah, it's that I that question. It's a mystery, you know. I have one theory, and just a theory, just my my own opinion. I don't know this for certain. I've had clients before who come come to me and they're like, oh, I just, I want to talk to so-and-so. I'm like, okay, great. And then, you know, they'll come through here and there, but the connection is not quite as strong as I want it to be. And, and I'll, you know, I'll just ask, you know, like, Hey, what was your, what was your intention with wanting to connect in with this person? And they'd be like, well, I talk to them all the time, but I just want to hear it from someone else. 
And to me, I'm like, so I believe we can all talk to our loved ones who have crossed over. You don't have to be a medium 100%. professionally to do that. I think we all can. I think sometimes that's almost even like a lesson for the person, like just trust what you're getting and trust what you're hearing. Yeah. Uh, that's one theory I have, but you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's so funny because when, when I first started doing readings, if I couldn't like get the person that people wanted, I would like get so like hard on myself and I'd be like, why couldn't I get that? Oh, it was yeah, her yeah. dad. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah. obvious. Um, one time I was even reading for somebody and I was like, gosh, I was like, I just keep seeing like your husband just being so distant, but I can't figure out why, but he's like really far away. And she's just like, uh-huh. Like she's letting me just go on and on. And I'm like, you know, and he, he died and like silly me. I should have gotten that. Right. That's just a, that's just a, you know, <laughs> She was like, yeah, he's dead. Like, she just, she goes, mm-hmm, yeah, we can't. I was like, but it's almost like you can't talk to him. Like, I was like, oh, my was like, uh, hello, the call is <laughs> coming from inside the house, Travis. <laughs> and thankfully, she had a really good sense of humor about it. Like, she was very understanding. And that's just a silly mistake on my part, right? But, um, but yeah, I used to, like, kind of beat myself up. And now I'm just like, eh, whatever. Oh, <laughs> like, you know. if it doesn't work and the client's upset, I'm like, here's your money back. Have a great that, day. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. We, we give yeah. them back. The, we give them their money back. And, you know, it's yeah. so true that that a couple years ago, I, when I started, two and, I started about two and a half years ago, too, like, professionally. Oh, um, I so, love that. So when I, I, too, you know, had those moments where I really could have been hard on it. Like, and I would just be, like, uh, a wreck on my insides and just feeling little bit of guilt and a little bit of shame and like what did I do wrong and how could have I missed that and uh yeah and that's like no that doesn't do anybody any favors you know and so yeah I figured out a way to get you know just kind of move past that <laughs> I have um, a, I have a question for you that I'm yes. like I'm always curious about was there ever a time in your experience where you, like before you would give a reading, you would just be like so terrified and you just like hope that the person just canceled? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. What, I, is, what was that for you? Did um, you figure out like what that feeling was? I, well, I, I think, um, here's what I know. Um, it was way bigger than my normal nerves. It was way bigger. And, yeah. and uh, I learned that as, as it was getting closer and as it was getting closer, this anxiety kept creeping up and creeping up. And I was, I was like, oh, maybe this is going to happen. Oh, please don't let this happen. You know, um, but I've come to find out it was my sitter who had the massive anxiety. It was my sitter that was, that was, that I was tapping into. It was their anxiety because she was afraid she was going to hear from her dad. She didn't want to hear from her dad. And and it was one of those things. So oh. I was like, oh, you know, so I, that's, that makes sense to me. I never thought about that. Because I would get, I don't get it so much anymore, like here right. and there. And I was just like, and I was like, well, I really want to be doing this work. And I believe in the work and I know I'm ethical. So yeah. like, I, I'm like trying to check off all the logical things. Right. Yeah. And, um. And like, I, I didn't even think of that. Cause like before I get readings, like I get nervous mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I know what this work is. Right. So I can only imagine. So you'd never have one. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I thank you I, for that. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely do think that that's what I was feeling. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, uh, that's a good question. You have any more questions? 
<laughs> I have all kinds of questions. Um, so when, do you still sit in practice development circles? Yes. I'm not currently right at the moment. I'm kind of giving myself a break. Yeah. Uh, but since, since, oh, since 2019, it, it was full time, basically. Do you, do you get nervous reading for other psychics and mediums? You know, there was a time where I, yeah, I would have this. I, I felt like it was more judged. You know, I felt more Ooh. judged. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, it, not all the time, not all the time. I think it was really more this one particular circle I was involved in. But um, I totally understand that. Yeah. Do you do you know what's funny, though, is like when I'm getting a reading from another practitioner, I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm judging. The, like I look at them with like such like adoration and love yeah. where I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. You could be completely wrong. And I'm still enjoying my time here. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's so funny because like, that's always like my, my biggest thing with sitting in practice circles is I, I get this like fear of like, I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to, you know, is it going to be right? But that's just, you know, that's just me hopping in my own way. Absolutely. You know, and that hopping in your own way is just, well, it's been, you know, a big hurdle for me to get through, you know, um, Along with getting in your own way, I've I've discovered that I had my own expectations and demands that I yeah. hadn't quite recognized fully consciously. Like, um, for instance, I I've always been really visual. Like I I see everything, color, you know, just really clear, really lucid. Um, my hearing, I've always felt like I well, started out. I started, I felt like I was the deaf medium. I just was like, I don't, I, I don't hear anything. And I totally thought I was going to hear something on my outside of my ear. And then I was like, oh, we're not going to hear it from the outside. Then I thought I was going to hear some yeah. lady's voice on the inside of my head. And I was like, yeah. I've never heard any other person's head voice on the inside of my head. So then I realized that the how I receive Claire audience mm -hmm. is when I am in, in the receptive mode, sitting in the power and yep. all of a sudden these words just like plop in my head and these the chunks of like paragraphs uh, and uh, that's how i get my clear audience yeah. right so i having had these um expectations and demands how i believed it should happen i was like oh i was totally blocking myself now yeah. i'm firing on all cylinders and i'm just like and now i and now i understand because i was able to be like all right just relax into this and let it be what it's supposed to <laughs> yeah no same here same here. I was like expecting like a booming voice from the sky or so. I don't know what I was expecting, but um, yeah, not, uh, not what I was expecting. Thankful. I think, cause like, I think, you know, if I heard someone else's voice next to me, I might, you know, I might start questioning my own sanity, but yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I I'm with you. The clear audience is not what I thought. Yeah, totally. Um, So speaking of, voices on the outside this is another question i get often so in your in irl normal life out at yeah. the restaurants uh wherever you're in an old hotel he we can sense the energy we can sense spirits we can we can sense spirituality there's you know it's either active or it's a little bit dull you know you you, you can feel it but what's it like for you do you walk around 
uh, aware, sensing, you know, will you go up to somebody on the street and say, Hey, I have a message for you. Um, how, what's, what's your thought? I don't, I know that that is like a popular thing to see on social media, seeing these messages delivered publicly. Yeah. And I know that there's shows like Long Island Medium where like, yeah. that's the show. What I think people forget is that's a TV show. Yeah. Those people that are receiving the reading, like that is scripted. They're in on it. They've signed a waiver. Like yeah. they know what, that they're about to receive a surprise reading. Right. For me, it's like, it's an ethical thing. I don't deliver messages unless someone comes to me specifically for a message and we're sitting down in a, in a professional capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, for the first time in my life, uh, I have a job, this job, <laughs> that I have work boundaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I do readings from this time to this time. For me, it's really more so I'm just following my own impulses out in the world when I'm out there. And so uh, I was out with some friends the other night and, um, you know, we're in this, we're in this small gay bar and, um, there's this gentleman at the bar and I just got this impulse. It was like, talk to him. And so I was like, okay. And so he sees me before I can even like start walking. He immediately walks up to me and he goes, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to talk to you. And then found out like he is a shaman that just moved from Arizona to where we were. And I was like, oh, there it is. I love but this. I'm not, I love it too. Um, so for me, it's like, I just follow my impulses. And if that impulse is, Hey, take this street and I'm going to see a, peer, a person that's experiencing homelessness that maybe they need food, then I'm just going to get the, I'm not, I'm just not even asking questions. I'm just getting the food. Here you go. Take care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the way that I serve spirit is I just follow these impulses and just trust that I'm being led where I need to be, but I will never go up to someone be like, Hey, your dead wife has a message for you. I just don't know where they're at emotionally. And if they're wanting to even hear that, right. Yeah. Cause there's, you know, cause I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so I just don't, and I, I don't either. receive those things. I, I like to think that I just, you know, I just have good boundaries. I turn it off. If I'm in a space, um, you know, I'll stay in hotels that have a rich history. Yeah. I'll be in homes that have a rich history. I'll feel those imprints. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me. I might dream about something that happened in this space. We were at this Airbnb over the weekend with my friends, and it was a beautiful Victorian home. Tons of history. And I had dreams about it, yeah. about things that happened in the home. But that's it. Like, you know, we're just sitting at the breakfast table. My friends are like, how'd you sleep? I'm like, oh, well, well, well I think I met the owners last night. So that's kind of <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I... Uh, I don't, I just, uh, I refrain from yeah. working after hours. <laughs> Ethically for me as well. I, I just don't think it's, I think it's, I think it's difficult for somebody to have that thrust upon them. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I just, I, I'm, I'm with you totally. You know, it's funny. I was at a, a birthday party the other night at my neighbors and I met like, I don't know, 15 of my other neighbors and, you know, when you're meeting new people, you know, you're introducing yourselves and always the next question from them is, so what do you do? And, and this yeah. lady, this lady, okay. So think golden girls, think Dorothy. Love it. Um, same hair, same hard exterior. Now remember the look that Dorothy would give Stan? <laughs> Just yes. that, that towel. 
Yes. This lady says, so what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a medium. And she gives me the Dorothy look. What? Yeah. And I told her again, she goes, why? And I, so I told her, I said, well, you know, a lot of people want to know that their loved ones are still here, that there's the continuity of life and that they're, they're still here and, and not missing out on their lives, mm -hmm. or maybe they need closure or, or, you know, lots of reasons. And she says, my husband died two months ago. I never want to hear from him again. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. Then. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to you either. Congratulations. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 No. I mean, yeah. Funny. It is. It is funny. So I have decided to dip my toe back out into dating. Okay. Um. So I'm back on, on Tinder. Okay. And going on dates and meeting people. And it's so funny as soon as people ask like what do you do and it's just kind of like uh like i used to kind of brace for impact now i'm like oh it is what it is and so um so i'll tell them and it's so funny it's either this like oh my gosh that's so cool i live in the pacific northwest though so it's, it's like super embraced here um but the, you know the occasional i get the like you know oh well if you're a medium who's around me and i'm like leave me alone get out of here yeah, yeah. um or they'll be like, you know, I don't believe in mediums. I'm like, great. I don't believe in you either. Get out of here. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it is It is funny, though, when when people do ask, like, what do you do? And you're like, well, this is going to go one of two ways. So, yes. yep. you know. And I'm, yeah. I'm totally open for it. <laughs> totally. Either way, I'm like, throw me what you got because yeah. it's not changing. You know, that's interesting. Um, uh, I met my partner uh, with on, on one of the apps. And and yeah. I had just I had just been going through a divorce. It was almost over with. And, um, and I was just honest, I was just looking for like-minded people, friends, I wasn't looking yeah. for dates. I wasn't looking for hookups. I was just, I was just looking for like-minded friends. I was living up there in the, um, Seattle area and I, I, on my profile, it was, it stated, I'm, I'm a medium. This is what I do. This is what happened. This is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I happened to be in San Francisco visiting my friends and I happened to be a thousand feet away from Evan. And he saw me on the app and he saw my profile and he messages me and he says, I absolutely love what you do. And since then, we became really fast, close friends that just morphed into this amazing relationship. So I I hope that happens for you, too. You know, I thank you. I appreciate that. And that's an amazing story. Um, you know, I uh, there was a part of my life, a big part of my life where you know, I just, I wanted people to like me so bad and just wanted to be loved so bad. And I remember this one time I was, uh, one of my first jobs was a makeup artist. I started in the beauty industry and I was going on this date with this guy and he was like very, it was in Ohio and he's like very like butch and hyper mask. And I remember going to like Abercrombie and spending like $120 on an outfit I would never wear just to show up for this date. So I didn't look like this like flamboyant makeup artist thing right and I, I'll never forget I got sat down by one of the girls I worked with and she looked at me and she was like don't you dare ever change who you are to make someone else happy I didn't listen to her but <laughs> <laughs> but that is a lesson that's come kind of full circle for me now and where I'm at because I think in this work you don't have a choice but to be authentic yeah to do clean, ethical work that feels really good that you're in alignment with and help other people genuinely help them along their path and genuinely 
allow them to hear messages from spirit, whether that, and, and I'm not like a big person. I'm like, oh, you've got to give up drinking or you've got to get up this, give up this, or you have to live this way. I don't, I don't do that. I think yeah. whatever works for someone, if it's in your way, then absolutely change it. Sure. And for me, what was in my way was people pleasing yeah. and the getting in my own way. And so it's actually felt really great um, going on dates because it's like, I feel so free and I don't feel stuffy and I don't feel like I'm just trying to be someone to make someone else. happy. Oh, that's awesome. It feels so good. And so, um, but yeah, I don't think if I had started spiritual work that I would have, I don't know if I would have gotten to this place before. Mm -hmm. I I genuinely don't know, but I'm thankful for it. Absolutely. Completely. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Wow. We've been talking for almost an hour. So, Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Yeah. So you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Travis Warrior Unicorn. It's just Travis Warrior Unicorn, not Travis Warrior Unicorn with a one, Travis Warrior Unicorn misspelled. There are scam accounts out there and they're only getting worse uh, for people in the spiritual community. I'm not the only person who deals with it. I just happen to be dealing with it a lot right now because my um, my Instagram account has hit critical mass and it's just shooting off, which I'm so grateful and thankful for. But with that comes scam account. So if you're listening, just word to the wise, no ethical practitioner is DMing you, offering you a reading, um, telling you that they have a message from spirit for you. Um, we don't, most of us don't have multiple accounts. Most of us just have one account. Right. And if you want to book an appointment with us, you have to book through our websites. Um, my website is travisholp.com and, uh, that's, that's where you can find me. That's fabulous. Yeah. You know, I experienced that too on Instagram. I, uh, I started mm-hmm. receiving these messages from friends and, and they're like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And I'm, I'm, I had four of them out there. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you're getting trying to report them, get them blocked, get them removed and all that stuff. It is. Yeah. It's, it's the wild west. So after I messaged you through your website the other day, yeah, I got like five follows by all of the uh-huh. Travis warrior unicorns misspelled. Yep. Uh huh. And I just like yeah. blocked them all immediately. But, but I was, I started to get nervous thinking, did I just go to a, a, a fake website and give one of these yeah. broad people my information. And and then you emailed me and I was like, oh, phew, okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. These, yeah, these fraud accounts. And the thing is, is that like the, they, they stay alive or so robust because people pay them and yeah. people give them money because people just want clarity or peace or healing. And so my just general rule of thumb is if somebody is DMing you, asking you for money and you don't know them, don't give them money. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Well, Travis, thank you so much for being here. This was super fun. I feel like I was just catching up with an old friend that I haven't talked to for a while. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, Jeffrey, for having me. This was amazing. Yeah, this was super fun. Thank you very much. And we'll be seeing you again soon, hopefully. Sounds good. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now. Namaste. Namaste.